you're smiling, when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you. What's the difference between COVID-19 and Romeo and Juliet? One's the coronavirus and the other is a Verona crisis. Welcome back to Chats with Brie, everyone. This week, or not even this week, because we're getting these episodes out so quickly, today we have special guest Sam Duncan on the show. Hello, Sam. Hello, Brie. How are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Isolation day two. Um, I haven't killed anyone yet, and I'm still alive, and life's been semi-productive. So, yeah, how's your isolation going so far? Uh, I'm very bored. So it's going to be it's gonna be a long four weeks, I can tell you A long four now. weeks. Because do you still have uni work to do? Uh, I have a little bit, but um, it would almost be nice if there was more because then I wouldn't be sitting around trying to finish this puzzle that we've got in the living room. But hey. Uh, puzzle you know, number one of many, I imagine. The best thing about it so far is the sleep-ins. True, they are just true. Well, unmatched. That's absolutely true. There is there's plenty of time for sleep ins now. I've tried to like kind of keep to a routine, but um, it's slowly waking up later and later. So it was yeah. seven thirty yesterday morning, and then it was ten past eight this morning. Um, and who knows what tomorrow will be? That's um, not even a sleep in. <laughs> it's a, not a sleep in at the moment. That's I'm not to a keep sleep routines. in. My worst one so far has been midday. And uh, I've, <laughs> I've managed to roll it back to about 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. So we're, we're slowly improving. You're going the other way and I'm going, I'm going one way, you're going the other way. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll go, we'll go a couple quick questions from you, Sam, just so everyone in the audience can get to know you. Um, oh. what is your favorite number and why? Uh, probably the favorite number, favorite number would probably be eight. I have no idea why, oh, nice. but it kind of looks cool <laughs> when you write it down. True, that's true. It's kind of like the infinity sign if you turn it up the other way as well. There's um, that as well, yeah. What? What is... So what are you actually doing? Sorry, I should let everyone know what you're actually doing. What am I uh, actually doing? Um, I am doing a Bachelor of Radio Broadcasting up at Arda uh, Polytechnic in Christchurch. Very exciting. We have a real, we have a real professional on the program um, today, guys, so feel very blessed. Um, <laughs> Sam's where it's at. Um, and final question, Sam. Um, what kind of light bulb do you prefer? Like, do you prefer an LED? One of the oh, LED ones? all day. I'm not even not even LED? considering any of the other ones. No, they can <laughs> well, there's a very strong answer there. We've got that sorted. You've awesome, got those Sam. power savings. Got... <laughs> the you know the just the efficiency. It's just a bit of light. I mean, true, you know. true, but it's kind of a bluish light. I don't really like that about them. I'm more of a oh. like, I like the kind of you know yellowy light. I hadn't noticed that before actually. There but you go. hey, although That's... I actually don't really know what LEDs are fully anyway. But... <laughs> I'm just very uneducated on light bulbs. I certainly haven't had my light bulb light bulb moment. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, we've got a lot of questions from you guys. Um in the last couple of days and Sam's picked out some good questions from the archives as well. Um, so I'm excited to get into these with Sam. Um, we're going to be discussing lockdown, sleeping, coffee, pranks. It's going to be great. Um, and there's a kiss, Mary kill in there as well. So stay tuned everyone. Um, so let's get right into the questions. Um, 
The first question we're going to answer is, is water wet? What do you think, Sam? Oh, this is an old one. All right. <laughs> and I feel like this is this this got a bit controversial at the time. But... Is... Mm. I mean, I, I really don't feel like dragging up an old debate, to be honest. But surely <laughs> something is only wet once it is, you know, it has been touched by the water. So... Exactly. I, I don't know that you can call water wet because water is the thing that makes stuff wet. And I agree. So, I agree very much. Yeah. I agree very much. Water is not wet, everyone. You put water on something and it makes it wet. Just like if you put a cover on a book, it makes it covered. Yeah. But the cover is not covered. Exactly. I think that's the best analogy go. I've heard so far. I'm in my dad's study, so there's lots of books. So um, I'm really being inspired right now. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, that one's sorted. Um, everyone can sleep now tonight. Okay, next question. Oh, what type of quarantine person are you? Oh, that's a tricky Well, you're obviously sleeping in at the moment, Sam. What other kind of quarantine person are you? Uh, probably quieter, because there's not so much mm. to say and not so much to do, to be honest. So true, you know, true. just I've been I've been jamming out to some audiobooks. Um, nice. You know, any recommendations? Uh any recommendations? There was one. Um, I cannot remember what it was called, but it was <laughs> by written by the niece of the leader of Scientology, and it was all oh. about how she grew up in the in the so-called Church of Scientology and then had to get out. So that was a pretty interesting book, pretty pretty stressful book, uh, wow, just because of her be, story, yeah. but yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. I um, when I an audio, My favourite audio book I've ever listened to was um, The Clockmaker's Daughter by Kate Morton. I just love a good book oh. that like, really drags you in, but that was definitely fiction and not based on reality, I think. I mean, it's a great time while we're in isolation to be listening to audiobooks and learning. Um, yeah. So that's real awesome. Um, what else have you been up to? What other quarantine type person are you? Um, one that has discovered how amazing it is to listen to an entire album uh, start <laughs> to finish in order. And it's like how, how much that changes, you know, songs that you may yeah. have heard individually. It's amazing. So I've been... Definitely. Oh, I've been burning through heaps uh, I'll get up some of my which ones I've been going through. I've just been listening to different albums by uh, The Beths, which is a New Zealand is band. Nice? We've is got it a Dunedin some... band, isn't it? Pardon? Is it, is it a Dunedin band? Not a Dunedin band, but they're from New Zealand. Okay. They're pretty good. Uh, we've got some Big Ooh. Thief on there, some from Ezra Collective, uh, Joy Division, which are a pretty old one, uh, Radiohead. A tribe called Quest. We got we got some classics on here, but just front to back, oh, it's amazing. It really, really nice. revolutionary to be honest. And you got really all the time idea, to do it. Actually. Exactly. There's so much time. Um, it's fantastic. Oh, awesome. And me during quarantine, what kind of at the moment? I'm trying to be a routine quarantine person. Um, partly because I'm massively behind on uni already, even though it's only week three <laughs> for me. Um. 
one of my papers is a like self-motivated paper so i'm supposed to be doing oh, research gosh. and basically just writing a massive literature review that's um, the worst yeah it's not been going it's not been going well at all and i was supposed to catch up this week in our week off uni but then plot twist whole country goes into lockdown fly to Dunedin, you know that kind of stuff um yeah. just the huge um so yeah still haven't really done much on that but um trying to get a routine trying to get up early um have breakfast i've so we've had to do rosters like the family had a family meeting kind of like a flat meeting almost um because a couple of us moved out of home and are now back and you know my a younger older brother is um my sorry my my older younger brother is is you know almost ready to leave home and that kind of stuff so getting everyone to do the dishes and stuff is a bit of a mish we sat down yeah. and had a meeting and and my plan is to just put all the dishes away in the morning um because you know i'm up i'm the first one up at the moment so i can do that and that's your contribution um, for the day and then you I step hate, back and it's I like it's done you know i don't have to like worry about having to get my because i hate washing dishes because i just hate like my hands getting wet and soapy like it makes me really <laughs> uncomfortable as a person but i also like we're not really drying the dishes because i also hate what tea towels do to the dishes you know how like, they leave all the fibers so we're drip drying them which is great and i'm, I'm all for that as di- our dishwasher is broken which is the you know oh right <laughs> yeah i think i think that's the ideal. main the main problem you're getting to here <laughs> yeah yeah so um so i'm in this routine i'm getting up i'm putting away the dishes i'm having breakfast doing my quiet time i'm also doing bible in a year um and then sitting at my desk and studying although yesterday no study happened um, although I did get called on by Fisher and Parkle yesterday, that was really exciting. I um, oh. I got summoned as a frontline worker. Well, I got emailed being like, "Can you shed some light on the chemicals and the powders so that we can tell customers if it will kill the virus or something?" It was very, oh. I felt very special. Um, but so that was quite fun. So I'm just trying to yeah, yeah. be in routine. Um, what will really happen is I'll get to the end of four weeks and be like, I've achieved nothing. Um, but I've got lots of plans for achieving things like doing some embroidery, reading. Um, I got an old, like, sewing machine that's, like, part of a desk kind of thing a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. I haven't done anything with it. So I really want to um, redo all that, like, sand it down and fix it up because um, it could be very beautiful. It has, it has great potential. But um, it has been sitting in the garage for a couple of years. So I'm hopefully going to do all that kind of stuff and play games with family. Um, but I have, yeah, been spending a lot of time doing none of that stuff so far and being on my phone um and calling friends house party everyone's on house party and do you have house party yet sam i do not have house party i have no clue what you it should is. get you should get house party i'll send you the link um okay. there's an app that everyone's on and you can just go on and be like oh so-and-so's online too let's just call and you can like play games in the app and make like massive group chats and it's great everyone's getting on it like ah. i was on it i was on it in the weekend which and when i joined like none of my friends were on it but now, like, there's so many people I might know. It's great. Everyone's getting on it. So that's been quite a distraction as well. So um, I feel like I'm a, I'm a quarantine person who has great aspirations for what they're going to achieve during this time, but actually end up achieving nothing. Um, but I'm glad to be home, so. <laughs> See, I, <laughs> I just the accept the fact that I've just realized and accepted the fact that I do not have the motivation to be... <laughs> making a schedule and making a timetable and it's like right i'll be up at this time i'm going to have achieved this throughout the day i'm going to sit down and do study from uh from this time until this time and then i'm going to do this and then i'm going to do that it's just i oh, i i have accepted my fate and i just find <laughs> that a massive pain in the bum to be trying to sort that all out and so i just True. kind of get up True 
you know, when I when I naturally wake up, it's been so nice not having to put on an alarm. Um, and true, yeah. it's just kind of see see what I do with my day. I'm sure that that will infuriate my mum soon enough. But hey, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna milk it for as long as we can until that happens. But I feel Absolutely. like my approach to quarantine so far uh, sort of perfectly links in with another question we've been sent, which is uh, sleeping until noon every day so that I only have to pay for two meals a day. Thoughts, and it's like I don't even know if this Love is a quarantine it. related one. But that is genius. No, My this thoughts, one's been there for yes. quite a while. Oh, it has. Well, now's <laughs> the perfect opportunity because, I mean, especially during quarantine, a lot of people aren't, uh, don't have their jobs. You know, you may not be making much mm-hmm. income. So just remove a th- almost a third of your food budget, sleep until noon. All you need <laughs> is that lunch, that dinner, and you're sorted. I think that's genius. I mean, whoever put that in, it's almost a shame it's an anonymous question because I want to I wanna know who that was because they are a, 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 true, a true thinker of our age. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, it's, definitely, it's definitely a move to save money, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, some people will definitely do it. I feel like I would just end up getting more hungry and stay up See, later. Uh, but for I some mean, people it works. Sure. I mean, I've noticed waking up at like 11, 12, sure, you wake up and you're hungry, but you have that one meal, you're fine. You have the second meal, True. which is like, which is dinner, you're cool. And then you go back, like, it's fine. You know, you okay. can get away with it. Well, we're coming from the professional here who has actually been sleeping into noon. So I think it is a goer, guys. Um, good way to save money during this time. Yeah. Sleeping until noon. You have the good official job. Donkin endorsement. The Donkin endorsement. I love it. um have you ever cried during a movie sam uh oh not not much of a movie crier to be honest Mm, but yeah there was one exception uh and it was oh this was years ago when i was like maybe oh how old are we talking here we might be talking like around the age of 13 somewhere around there uh i have can't, you know how they split the last Harry Potter book into two movies? I do now. You do now? Okay. Have you seen the <laughs> movies? I saw the first one last year. Oh my goodness. Okay. This could be rather <laughs> I also saw Lord of the Rings then. for the first time last year. Oh, <laughs> you're like my flatmate. Oh, he hasn't <laughs> yeah, seen Yeah, I had a line anything. of golf with me yesterday for this. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, no, I feel like this is a conversation for another time and place here, Brie. It might get a bit a bit heated for uh, for your podcast. But uh, it was in one of the last two movies where they do that big dramatic thing showing um, how Harry Potter's mum had a crush on Snape when they were both, like, kids and then sort of growing up and that whole thing and then Snape gets real emotional when he dies and it's like, oh, that was kind of sad. And, you know, being 13-year-old me and a massive yeah. nerdy Harry Potter fan, uh, that was quite, that was, you know, what a 13-year-old would consider moving. So I think, exactly. yeah, that's probably yeah. the closest I've come to crying during a movie. But nice. No. Well, I've come, I've never really cried much. I remember laughing in the fault in our stars in a room full of girls. Everyone was crying and I was laughing. Oh. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit heartless when it comes to that. In recent years, I have started getting like a little bit teary in some movies. Yeah. Um, can't remember which ones, to be honest. But um, yeah. yeah, I got a little bit teary in a couple. 
Um, but I have never bawled out my eyes at a movie. Um, no. And I also don't Just really a couple of weeks ago. Watched, so. so a bit more recently, I was uh, roped into watching a, a horror movie with some new friends up in Christchurch. And there was a girl there who had seen it before and she yeah. thought it was the funniest thing. And so like, there was a large group of us <laughs> that hadn't seen it before. And so we're freaking out. Like, this is a genuinely scary movie. And she's just sitting on the lazy boy in the corner, just wetting herself. She was, thought it was hilarious. And so there was this bigger <laughs> sort of subtle jump scare. I don't know how you can have a subtle jump scare, but it was kind of a when you notice it, it's a jump scare kind of thing towards the, the yeah, l- yeah. end of the movie. And as soon we all we all noticed it at the same time, we're like jumping around the couch like, no way, ah! And she's, oh, it just set her off even more. And she was, oh, she could not stop laughing. And so we're just looking at her like, you're an absolute madman. Like, this is a scary movie and you're here just laughing your head off. She must have been having a ball all the time. Oh, man, that was fu- that's funny. That's quite funny. Legendary. Yeah, it, was, it was actually a bit concerning, though, because it wasn't, like, you know, a funny, scary movie. It, it right, was, I see. Like, people Maybe she's put- just laughing at your guys' reactions. I don't think so. Because there were bits where we were just totally silent and we were just watching it and she'd be like pointing it out to her friend like, oh, look at this bit, it's really funny. And it's like, no, it's not. It's genuinely scary. Please be quiet. <laughs> so, oh dear. Yeah. Speaking of Christchurch, um, our next question is, it's specifically for us, actually. Um, Kiss, Mary Kill with Auckland, Christchurch and Dunedin. Apparently the answer is supposed to be very obvious. What do you think, Sam? It is It is very obvious. Kill Auckland. Straight away, out of here. Don't want any of that. They can just... <laughs> Aucklanders, stay there. Just don't want anything to do with Auckland. Terrible place. I really, really do not like it. <laughs> um, the Mary Kill... Sorry, the Mary uh, Kiss bit between Christchurch and Dunedin. That one's a little bit harder, though. Yeah, I'm interested th- to see what you think. And see if I think... Right now, I would have to go uh, kiss Dunedin and marry Christchurch, actually, because Christchurch, I know, bit of a surprise for me, because I thought, hey, Dunedin's actually not that bad. But since moving to Christchurch, mm. it's pretty cool. I like it. Mm. It's like it's Good. like more of... It's like a cooler Dunedin. Yeah. But, and it's, you know, it's bigger, which is also nice. But you know, yeah. it's there's just there's just more to do. There's more to see. It's got it's got a bit more a bit more character. Mm. You know, it's just a it's just I actually the better place. I actually agree with you, Sam. Um, I would kill Auckland, like Auckland, and I'll get to that on the next question. There's not it's not as awful as I as I thought, but um, Christchurch and Dunedin, like between kissing and, and marrying them, I think Dunedin's great, and I miss Dunedin a lot. But Christchurch is more of a long-term thing. Like, you want to commit to Christchurch. Whereas yep. Dunedin, it's like, you just see when you're a student and you're having a great time and it's a it's a great time and it's like, you know, a hookup or whatever. Um, but it's not, it's not for the long It's not for the long term. So as much as I um, want to kiss Dunedin right now, um, I would marry Christchurch. Hopefully I'll eventually totally I'll move agree. to Christchurch and work for Kathmandu. That's my um, end-game goal. But yep. we have no idea what's going to happen. So. It's fun because... Um, uh, the Polytech's maybe two blocks away from the main Kathmandu sort of head building. Nice. And so I'll ride past there on my way back to the flat and there'll be some, like, prototype socks in the window and it's like, ooh. You know, cool. you feel a bit sneaky, like, hey, that's a new product that might be coming out. 
This is what I'm so, into, yeah. Sam. Like making new textiles products. Oh, that's getting me so excited. Well, the, in, in that case, Christchurch and Christchurch is the place for you. Exactly. I'm hoping I get a job with Kathmandu. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, who knows? I could end up in Singapore, um, or <laughs> Europe, or the world's the world's so um varied at the moment. Um, uh, but someone has also asked, what is the best thing about Auckland? So I know we have both killed Auckland, but as someone who has lived there for, well, I lived there for summer, and I lived, I've been there as a student for three weeks now, um, and it's not all bad. Um, it sucks kind of being there at the moment because you're getting used to a new place. I mean, it is quite hard to make friends in Auckland, just just how it's set out and everything. But um, one of the best things about Auckland is it is, the weather is quite consistent, that's for sure. Like, it is just usually quite warm. Um, that's not good okay. for my current wardrobe that I've brought up from Dunedin, because um, I'm pretty much just wearing the same few clothes, because I don't have that many clothes that are used to 20 degree weather. But, um, and, and it is, it is like, um... Like it's not too bad, you know? Auckland's not too bad. I don't know if there's a specific best thing about Auckland. But I have met some cool people. Um, a couple cool people. Um, and... Yeah. Yeah, there's... Yeah. It... Maybe I'll have more things to say to that question in a few months. But Maybe. it's not too bad. I think Maybe. so far with the limited experience that I've had with Auckland, uh, the best thing, it's either one of two things. Uh, it's <laughs> either Krispy Kreme, because they finally have that, and true, true. it's just, it, like, there's no comparison that Krispy Kreme is better than Dunkin' Donuts. I don't want to start sounding like an American, I don't think I've ever had but Krispy Dunkin' Kreme Donuts yet. is at Auckland Airport, and okay. every time one of us went through there, we'd, like, grab some and bring them home to Dunedin and everyone would have them. They're not actually that great. Yeah. Do not bother. <laughs> If you're next to a Krispy Kreme, <laughs> yes, go for that. I've had okay. one. It's amazing. Um, the other potential best thing about Auckland is just Auckland Airport. Because usually when I'm in Auckland, I'm going to the airport, getting the heck out of Auckland, going to somewhere else. So I think <laughs> the ability, the place that allows me to leave Auckland is the best thing about it. So That is true. Go. I loved the airport over summer because everyone was having stopovers at Auckland Airport. So it was like a week. I was there like four times seeing friends. Um, it was great. I yeah. yeah, I agree with the Auckland Airport thing. And then it means I get to come home. But um, Auckland might be all bad. Someone else has also asked um, previously um, last year. Must have been quite a while back last year. It says, Brianna might be leaving Dunedin next year. And I feel really sad about that. What should I do? And I think for this one, we'll just answer to the people out there who have had friends who have left Dunedin um, and moved on. Um, I think from my perspective, what you should do is just continue to be friends with me because I miss everyone heaps. Um, message me, want to video call me, um, send me Snapchats of your life um, and that kind of stuff. And I'm always back to visit, so I'm always around still. What do you think, what would you say to uh, your friends who miss you in Dunedin? Yeah, Sam? definitely. Def I, think, I feel like it's, it's different when you uh, the majority of your friends are guys. They don't really verbalise... <laughs> uh, whether or not you know you're missed, and so yeah. I feel like if if you're if you're friends with someone, you just kind of have to assume that at some level they might miss you, like not being around so often. So uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and just kind of you know have have faith in the fact that you know you you thought you were good enough friends for that to be a thing. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, no, totally agree. Just, uh, you know, flick him a message. Say, hey, how's things going? Um, Definitely, yeah. You know, I think it's... You know, it's a pretty cool thing to, to happen, and uh, they definitely, I can see, you know, myself definitely appreciating that because it is mm. a bit weird. You're kind of definitely, caught up yeah. in the whirlwind of trying to, you know, fit in with uh, a new place that you're living, new people that you're working with, you know, new friends, and while you know that, you know, you've got a big bunch of people down in uh, Dunedin where you came from, so it's, you know, there's a lot going on. And- Definitely, and I think as well, like, sometimes, well, I don't, I, f- I feel this, I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, message someone and, like, annoy them, because I feel, because I miss a few, everyone knows I miss people a lot, even before I had left in Eden, and so <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm always like, oh, I don't want to, like, message and be annoying, like, people don't want to talk to me, like, they have their own life, so I think when people do, like, go out of their way to message or be like, oh, do you want to call? Like, I miss you. I think that means, like, a lot, and it means that someone does still care, I don't want to talk to you, so guys, yeah. just do that, um, and catch up with me when I'm back in town um I feel sad about leaving Dunedin too but there's always new new things and new and exciting times to be had um oh next question oh this one's actually quite important I was going to answer that earlier actually um because I feel real sad for whoever this person is but someone said how do I hang out with my boyfriend while we're in separate bubbles now by bubbles I'm assuming they mean the whole idea of having a bubble during uh, quarantine, lockdown, self-isolation, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, um, definitely, yeah. This is, again, where good old Zoom, good old Facebook <laughs> Messenger comes in really handy because if you and your yeah. boyfriend are in separate bubbles, well, unlucky for you, you're going to have to not see them for a month because yeah. as, as important and as precious to you as you know your boyfriend might be, uh, just, you're going to have to suck it up, commit to the mm. whole, you know, long distance thing. And honestly, mm. I think, uh, just being a decent person and staying at home is probably going to be, you know, better in the long term, um, than, you know, sneaking out to catch up with your boyfriend, you know? So Definitely, yeah. this is, this is, you know, something that's gotten on my nerves actually, not like, not the whole boyfriend's thing, but, um people who are like oh you know let's do like one last big meetup before we go into lockdown it's Mm. like no just don't you know Mm. they're like oh let's sneak out and like hey i'll meet up with a friend at a park um you know and hey you know we'll stay two meters away but i can still hang out with them like i you know that was my my uh kind of way of thinking coming into this but then you know hearing different people's stories and what's happening overseas and other countries and all that kind of stuff. It's like, no, I think we can, uh, you know, I think we're able to just sit tight for a month and see this out. And the more people that do sit tight, the more likely it is that this will only go on for a month. I saw this thing on Facebook where it's like, your grandparents were asked to go off to war and you're being asked to sit on your couch. You can do this. I'm like, Hey, that, I think that sums it up. So, yeah, you know, definitely. Just keep keep that in mind. And there's and you're there's being ways asked you can to get around it and still feel there like are, hanging exactly. out. Like few, of the, few of the ideas I had is you don't have to necessarily like have a call where you have to talk the whole time. Or you can just have each other on like messenger call and be studying together and just be like hanging out together. You could even just be like reading together 
but you don't have to like talk while you're on messenger call but like having each other there so you're kind of like hanging out or doing things where you're like okay let's try it and this is a very simple basic um level of something but having a common like thing that you're doing together and then you you show it so you might be like okay let's get some pen and paper and like draw our best hippo and you like do it and you're concentrating on doing it so you're not necessarily talking but you could like chat a little bit through it and then you like show each other the result at the end so it feels like you've done something together or um <laughs> even like writing a song together that kind of thing like there's stuff you can do that's not necessarily like having to have a specific like call and like have to talk the whole time about like stuff but like actually kind of doing things together um i think yeah probably one of the ways you can kind of get around that and feel like you're still together and doing things um because that is totally very hard i mean the the whole like hippo example is pretty pretty specific mm. but uh i think you know that well it's just what has... came to my head and i don't really know oh why, exactly but, um, you know you gotta you gotta you gotta voice those ideas but uh those that house party app that you mentioned earlier that could work as well i don't know haven't used exactly, it exactly yeah sounds cool though I think it was pretty cool. I think, yeah, just trying to, like, hang out as opposed to as opposed to um, having to make it, like, specific, like, recalling at this time every day, kind of, like, just, like, hang out together, like, study together, but just via video, you know? I think that's the best yeah. way to kind of tackle that one. Um, for other people who are in lockdown, what shall they do? Um, that's another question we've got here. One thing, um, Clubs and Socks, guys, um, Otago University Clubs and Socks, has just released a recreation program online, so it's fully online. Um, so there's a whole bunch of stuff you can learn to do there, like learning languages, learning skills, um, that you can all do from the comfort of your home. So it's definitely something to check out. Um, what do you think, Sam? Um, again, break out the puzzles, you know, yep. just... Break out the audiobooks. Dunedin, the public Dunedin Public Library's uh, app for audiobooks. Uh, it mm. seems all right at first. Turns out it sucks because <laughs> the Christchurch Library one is so much better. It's oh. I've man. heard the Auckland Library one's really good as well too. So um. Yeah. So I'm, um. I'm Dunedin, Dunedin better membership. step up their game. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, given that I'm kind of like just sort of coasting through this so far not really having mm. a plan uh i'm probably not the best person to ask but hey mm. i think you know just routines. whatever you can come up with that you can do without coming in contact with people outside your bubble you know go exactly. for it yeah 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 creating new things um learning new skills trying new things to bake um and create um getting all those you know jobs you wanted to get done for ages done like sorting through photos and stuff um but yeah have have kind of like a routine um well i think especially if you're still doing um work from home or full-time uni or you have lots of work to do that you know you need to do um having some kind of routine um so that you still get that stuff done but then like making sure you just like hang out with people on like house party or facebook messenger and stuff so you still feel like you're getting personal contact um as well but Tell me what um, new skills you guys are learning. And you can even send photos to the Chats with Brie Facebook page. Um, and if there's enough demand, I might even start an Instagram page. But we'll see how that one goes. Um, I don't want to get myself too procrastinated up um, before <laughs> before quarantine even really properly starts. Um, the next question. Um, Brie, what is the biggest prank you've ever pulled on someone? This is also quite an old question, but um, me and Sam will both answer it. Do you have a biggest prank, Sam? I do. Um, 
it was, oh, I don't know, it kind of just popped into my head one time. I think this was back <laughs> when I was maybe 17. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a couple couple of years ago now. Uh, I can't remember why, but for some reason, uh, everyone in my family except me were leaving to go to Christchurch. Can't remember what they mm-hmm. were doing or why they needed to be up there. But I was staying at home by myself. Uh, it was only for not even a week. Um, but I yeah. came up with this. I'd known about this and that they were leaving and I was going to be by myself and I thought it was the best thing. And so <laughs> um, I came up with this. Oh, actually, no. Alana was uh, she was working in like somewhere in central Otago at the time. And so she wasn't at home. Uh, everyone else is going up. So mm-hmm. I came up with this idea to uh, create a fake Facebook post. So I go into Facebook, do like, you know, bring up the thing where you draft a post before you actually, you know, post it. And so I yeah, type yeah, out yeah. something like, hey, um, free party at my place. Just bring a friend <laughs> and BYO drinks, all that kind of stuff. And then I... <laughs> I screenshot it to make it look like, uh, you know, I had actually posted it, but I didn't actually post it. And then I send the screenshot to Alana and I say, hey, Alana, (laughs) when mum and dad are in Christchurch, can you message this screenshot to mum and say, hey, mum, look what I found on Facebook. What the heck is going on? And so she's like, (laughs) she, she wasn't as enthusiastic about it as I was but I you know she said yes she'd do it and so uh they leave maybe a day or two later uh she sends this through to mum and I get this like panicked phone call from mum and she's like what the heck is this post um you know what do you think you're doing and so I I remember just um stringing her along for ages thinking like what do you mean mum you know it was fine uh you know nothing's actually happened yet and she's like you know we trusted you staying at home with it you know in our house and you you know you're going around and creating a party and like inviting everyone it's like what the heck do you think you're up to and so it took me a while (laughs) I was like okay actually this could get rather serious I should probably come clean um yeah and so um I it started saying, hey, mum, it was a fake. This is how I did it. I sent it to Elena. She sent it to you. Calm down. Nothing's happening. We're all good. And it took it took me a while to actually convince her that uh, nothing had happened. <laughs> and, so, uh, and so she's like, okay, okay. But at the time when mum rang me, dad wasn't with her. He hadn't heard anything about this. He was off, I think. He was off uh, at an appointment with Paige or something up in Christchurch. And so... Um, we decided, hey, mum now knows about this, but dad doesn't. Why don't you know? Why don't we now get the old double whammy and string dad along? But turned out, no. mum had totally played me because she had the intention to do that. But then when we got off the phone, she tells dad everything that's happened. But she says, hey, yeah. how about you ring Sam and just really let loose at him? Uh, you know, like. <laughs> just you know get even more grumpy um <laughs> and uh and totally just you know scare the pants off I'm like we're coming back right now you know you're so screwed and so I get this phone call from dad and I'm not even able to say yeah. hi and he just starts yelling down the phone like what the heck do you think you're up to 
And it's like, whoa. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, this has escalated further than I was expecting. Um, and so, uh, but as much as I tried to explain to dad what was going on, he just wouldn't have any of it. He was just not listening. And so, uh, but what I didn't know is that at the time he was ringing, um, it was him, the rest of my family, and then uh, an auntie and uncle of mine were all listening into this on speakerphone <laughs> and could hear how, like, panicked I was getting. Um, but, you know, Dad knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> and so, so eventually, funny. eventually he let, uh, let me in on it saying, ah, you know, Mum told me about it. You're all good, you know. <laughs> Got you though, didn't I? And I was like, oh, screw you. That's so <laughs> funny. Because oh, it was actually good. terrifying. But yeah, I, I mean, I kind <laughs> of got, the prank got pulled back on me as well, but I was still quite proud of what I managed to achieve. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. My um, biggest prank is a lot um, less lighthearted in a sense and a bit, I, I did some bad decisioning at this time. So um, for anyone out there who has seen the video, um, there's a video of me running away from a sheepskin, two actually, two very dirty, fresh sheepskins that had just been taken off the sheep that my brother put on my bed for no reason at all, um, which is disgusting. And so I ran in the hallway screaming and like, and so he was like, ha ha, big prank. So I was like, well, I have to get him back. So this is, this is the basis for the story, right? But, um, yeah. so there, I had a few ideas and and I was quickly running out of time of being home because I was just home in, like, the mid-semester break. And so, you know, original ideas were, like, putting, sneaking into his room at night and, like, putting water on him. And, you know, real basic stuff. But um, we ended up having visitors that night. And so I couldn't just go in his room because there's, there's a whole bunch of boys with them sleeping in there and, and all this kind of stuff. And it was really quickly running out of time. And I was leaving, like, the next afternoon. And so I got a little bit inspired by the help. Um, and this this is a low point in my life, everyone. Um, I'm only telling everyone because (sighs) it's quarantine and we need, um, a bit of laughter. Um, and so I'm telling, and I don't always tell people this because people may think differently about me and it was a low point and it was a few years ago, but yes, I was a uni student then and I shouldn't have done this, but I was like, because we live on a lifestyle block. So I went outside with a cup and a spoon and I went out into the paddock and I um, scooped up some fresh cow dung and I got a pie from the freezer because I know my brother likes to eat them for lunch because it was a Saturday. And I took the lid off the pie. So I opened the packet very carefully and took the lid off the pie, um, scooped up the mince, put the cow dung in like a hole in the middle and then put the mince back on top and then put the pie back in the packet and put it back in the freezer. And then I waited about half an hour and I said, hey guys, I'm making pies for lunch. Does anyone want one? And the car was like, oh no, no, I'll make my own, I'll make my own. I was like, oh no, I'll just do it. I'll just chuck them all in the microwave at once. And so I put them all in the microwave um, and and I was like, oh, do you want yours in the oven? I'm going to put mine in the oven. And What about the smell? Like, yeah, so it was stinking really, really bad. I was like, oh, no, he's going to know. Like, he's going to know there's no way, like, he's going to eat this. He's like, no, I don't want mine in the oven. I'll just eat it from the microwave because he's a – I just hate people who eat pies straight from the microwave. They need to be crispy. But anyway, so he gets the pie. He's like, what is that smell? And I'm like, oh, he's not going to eat this. Like, I'm busted. He's like, did you fart? And I was like, oh, sorry, ha, ha, ha. And um, – <laughs> 
he's like, that's disgusting. I'm going to eat this pie in the lounge. And so he goes into the lounge with his pie and he's like, oh, I can smell it in here. You're disgusting. And he's like, and he gets a pig and he pegs his nose. And <laughs> by the way, my brother really likes food. Um, so like he was going to eat his pie, really wanted his pie. So he's then now in the kitchen with a pig on his nose about to dig into this pie. And he's like, oh, it stinks so bad. I just want to eat my pie. And so then he starts, you know, eating the pie. And I knew the stuff was in the middle, so I knew that he hadn't got it instantly. I think he actually eats the lid off the pie first before he eats the inside. So he, he was eating the lid oh, of the pie. Oh, it's one of those people. He's one of those people. Um, and because I put the mints on top in there, he still couldn't see it. But he was like, you yeah. stinky girl, you know, that kind of stuff. And then he puts <sighs> the sauce, he has barbecue sauce. And so he's saucing up his pie and eating it. He's like, this barbecue sauce tastes funny. What's wrong with the barbecue sauce? <laughs> He's just not like thinking it's the pie's problem the whole time. Yes. And then he finally took a proper bite of like, you know, the cow poo. <laughs> 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 oh. And um, yeah, went a little bit nuts and was like, you know, spitting in the sink and trying to get it out of his mouth. And, and I thought this was the funniest thing ever. I thought it was the greatest prank. I got in a bit of trouble from mum and dad. They're like, that was really irresponsible. Like, he could have actually got diseased or something from that. And so I was sitting for, like, the next four hours, like, worried he was going to get sick. Because apparently it was, like, four hours for, like, the diseases to sit, sit in or something. Um, so I was a little bit, like, worried for a little bit. Um, and, and now every time he has a pie, I'm like, well, you would know if it's bad or not. Um, <laughs> so that's how I got my brother to eat a cow poo pie. Uh, it was a Worth low point, it, but it was, it was, it was very, very, very funny. And the videos, if anyone ever wants to see the videos and they're with me, hit me up because they are the most funny videos of my life. And it's just so funny seeing him get so worked up about my fart smell, but it was the pie <laughs> the whole time. And it wasn't just a little smell, like this was a horrific smell. Like it was really yeah. bad. But, um, and the best thing yeah, is, so is that he he actually gave the excuse for the smell to you. He's like, oh, did you fart? And you're like, just, yeah, I'll take I know, that. I yeah, know, I did. To... Oh, man. It was like, it was so, so funny. Um, So, <laughs> so immature of me, though, as well. You know, like, I was 18 at the time. Like, um, probably should have done that, but I have no regrets. It's, it's a great story, even if I could have killed him. But I didn't kill him, yep. so that's great. Um, okay, final question, um, and then we'll wrap up. This has been All a great, right. a great podcast, Sam. Um, we've really, we've really hit the clock. I hope, I hope people are still listening. Um, I hope everyone's bored enough that they're going to listen to a forty-five minute chats with Bree podcast. But um, it is great content, guys. So congratulations if you've made it to the end. Remember, please do submit more questions to tiny.cc forward slash chats with Bree. Um, so that we can keep getting more questions for future episodes. I'm trying every couple to few days at the moment with different guests like I've done with Sam um, and family members. So stay tuned. Okay, final question, Sam. Um, where is the best coffee in Dunedin? So there's, there's no a wee bit of a... At the moment anyway, but... There's a, there's a wee bit of a process to this one. And I mean, okay. you can it because sadly... It's, it's a bit of a tragedy, but coffee is not considered an essential service. Um, it is it's a tragedy. It really is. But uh, first step into, in finding the best coffee, not just in Dunedin, but anywhere, is your coffee culture, you know, your coffee club, any of those, like, chain ones kind of thing, get rid of them. Mm. Nah, they're out. You know, don't even consider <laughs> it. It's got to be, it's got to be, like, some standalone independent kind of thing. 
So, okay. I used to be um, a big believer in, uh, you know, that really weird kind of hipster one down on closer to uh, Knox Church. Uh, what's it called? Kiki Beware. Thought I used okay, to think okay. that was the best one, but then mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine. So you know, a friend of she's friends with both me and Alana. I uh, don't think she's been to mm-hmm. Young Adults before, but she was. Uh, she mentioned a cafe called RDC, which is mm-hmm. it's it's oh, it's yes. really weird. So on that same side of the road as Kiki Beware, just a couple, just a couple spots down. There's just a blue gate with a sign on it, and it mm-hmm. looks super dodge. But if you go through the gate <laughs> and down the alleyway, and then hit a left at the bottom, um, there's this really cool cafe underneath. Uh, me being as tall as I am, I only just fit in there because the roof's pretty low. But um, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was pretty mean. Like they make some pretty good coffee down there. But um, I was supposed to have coffee with someone there once, and I never did. So now I feel real sad. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. So fingers crossed they survive the whole lockdown thing. Um, fingers but crossed, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my favourite coffee place in Dunedin. Even though I've only been there once, it made it made that much of an impression. But if you're ever in Christchurch, um, Engine Coffee Brewers, which is just okay. across the road from the Polytech, oh dude, so good, <laughs> so good. Wow. So yeah, I have to. Try I mean, some, in, in Christchurch, there's those. just there's just so many. It's because it's Christchurch. There are just so many more good places, but yeah, nah. Uh, you you gotta you gotta go hunting. You gotta make an effort to uh, try out different places and find some. <laughs> you do have to. I think that's where I've lacked is that half the time if I'm catching up with a friend for coffee, most of the time I have hot chocolates unless it's in the morning. But um, I just kind of go to the places close to uni because I can't be really walking too far. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, although actually, I don't know, I don't remember what the coffee itself was like, but I really liked going to um, Market Kitchen. That was that was oh, one I tried yeah. just before I left, and I really enjoyed. It. I don't remember what the coffee tasted like. I didn't even have a coffee actually. I had a thick shake, but it's a cute place. Um, and I really like the Java coffee. I had that one time. So I'm not I'm not much of a coffee connoisseur. I'm a I'll have a coffee in the morning if I feel like it because I might be a bit tired kind of thing instant coffee um but oh, i didn't not have instant really good brie from, oh and Greeks why? as well because i i don't want to buy Makono. Um, no oh. i drink it for the effect i'm a hot chocolate girl through and through um no no but there gets there gets a point right where instant coffee is if you stoop that low you just it's it's not even it shouldn't even be considered coffee you're just oh why do you do that to yeah. yourself well i also oh, want to spend man. like 4 dollars a day on coffee cuz i just no and i mean i can't I... afford it either but i mean i can i know i can do better than you know lowering myself to the standard of greg's instant that is, yeah, that but it's is like a, it's like halfway between like being real budget, like buying budget or value, whatever it's called, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but like, there's oh, there's some things. There are just some things in life where if you want to feel better and like you know maintain that standard of living, all right. There's just a couple things that you have to splurge <laughs> that extra few dollars on, 
just to make if you don't you know, know then you don't know you know well i think you you should you should probably find out because greg's <laughs> instant is a new sort of low like that is that is just some nasty stuff well luckily yeah. i'm home at the moment so i get makono's instant and mum even has some coffee bean bags you know the like ones that you press against the side of the cup and stuff like a plunger yeah okay yeah so so i've upgraded a little bit for the meantime a little but, bit um, but i mean just just get yourself a, a plunger and some pl- just start getting into making plunger coffee so sure it takes like though. maybe it takes like seven you know six seven minutes but it's better than just you know drinking straight road tar out of a packet man <laughs> I have to admit, it hasn't been the yummiest, but um, yeah. it helps me a little bit in the morning. It's the main thing. Maybe we'll have to look into that when we get out of isolation. Things to look well, forward to after isolation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just think, um, one more month of instant, and then you can just, you know, broaden your oh, horizons so in terms of coffee. Well, hopefully I'll just recant my, um, it, um, what's it called? What do you call it when you're, um, Reliance. I'll recant my reliance on coffee. I uh, tried to use too many big words in a sentence and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, my brain's my brain's dying and it's only day two of isolation. <laughs> real. My vocabulary is not good in the first place. So um, <laughs> maybe I'll work on that during isolation. Well, fantastic. Um, we've managed to make it through all the questions and we've had a great chat. So I hope everyone listening has enjoyed um, this podcast as much as we have enjoyed um, recording it. I hope you enjoyed yourself, Sam. I um, did very much. Thank to- you finally have you on the podcast um and yeah guys keep submitting questions um as per last podcast i have also added a place in the google form it's all anonymous by the way added a place in the google form for those wanting to start some quarantine love um because people have been requesting to be quarantine coupled um so submit in there you can also submit for a friend or a meme buddy um, it doesn't just have to be relationship exclusive, um, but it's checking checking what you want to put in there, um, and I can get something going if enough people are interested. But um, yeah, stay safe, everyone. Enjoy isolation. Let us know what you're up to, um, and yeah, I'll see you guys in a couple of days. Thank you so much, Sam. Um, That's right. Thank you. Bye, everyone. <laughs>